Hello and welcome to another episode of the Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Timothy Chalamet's favorite football podcast. Oh, man. I'm joined once again by my illustrious producer, Joe Teeson. How's it going, Joe? Good. 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 Spectacular. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Thoughts? Um, let me let me pull it up here. Okay. Um, I want to make it quite clear. I don't even know who Tim- Timothy Chalamet is. Like I couldn't pick the guy out of a lineup. Okay. Wow. It's he's him. got a he's got a skinny jaw. What do you mean? It's like skinny jaw, skinny. Well, chin. he has a skinny chin. Skinny chin. He yeah. definitely has a skin, skinny chin. Okay. J- yeah, jaw was not right. He's got a he's got a very. Okay, there he yeah. looks more normal. Do you think he's handsome? Yeah, he's handsome. He's sort of a heartthrob. Sure. He's sort of a cute boy. Yeah, he's sort of a heartthrob. Wow. Okay. I can understand why people would, would uh, you know, be on board with that. I don't know. Yeah. Guess how old he is. Um, I feel like it's older than I think. Or is it younger than I think? Probably younger. Okay. Let's go. I was going to go old at first, but now I'm going to go young. I'm going to say 18. He's 26. Yes, I was right the first time. Nice. Older than you think. 26? He looks like he's 15. I know. Anyways, yeah, he's a a fine actor. Yeah. Yeah, he's a couple roles that I've seen him play in recently. Honestly, in the last, I think, two weeks, I've watched, I think, three or four movies with him in it. Wow. Um, That's crazy. Little Woman, which, by the way, Little Woman is a fantastic movie. Okay. I did not think I would like it, but it has an all-star cast. Really? Like the cast in that movie is unreal. Okay. So uh, I really enjoyed Little Woman, and uh, it's got um, it's got Sarah's Ronan in it. I don't know who that is. Um, it's got Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Uh, Emma Watson. Emma, I know Emma Watson. And then the two other um, sisters, um, the little two other little women, I guess you could say. Little women. <laughs> uh, they're is also Timothy Chalamet also a little woman. No, he's a little man. His oh, name is Laurie. Laurie. Okay. Which actually, my wife really likes that name for okay. a boy. Okay. Laurie. So write that one down. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about that name? Laurie. That's fine. That's yeah. good. You know, it's nice. Yeah. I like. I like little out of the box names. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah. Anyways, he's a he's a little man in that show. Okay. Uh, really good movie. All star cast. Uh, I've watched Dune. Dune with him. Uh, pretty uh, fine movie. Yeah. It was all right. Uh, and then yesterday I watched The French Dispatch. French Dispatch. And that was a good one. He was okay. really good in that one as he well. Was, was he a main character? Yeah, one of one of the main characters. How about, a few. In, how about in Dune? Yeah, he is a main character in okay. Dune. Yeah. Heard a lot of people talking about Dune. I don't even know what it is. I've it's a sci-fi in the desert. Yeah, they Makes have sense. to. They have. They are going to a different planet, um, to collect uh, spice, which is a mineral they find in the sand. It's like hallucinogenic. It's called spice. It's called spice. Okay. They collect it from the sand. It's hallucinogenic and it's like basically currency. Like it's really important. Okay. Yeah. And then they have to. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. But sounds really interesting. Yeah. So how was your week? It was good. You also watched Don't Look Up with him in it. Yeah, it's, he does, He was in there, yeah. I couldn't tell you which character he played, but yeah, apparently the one, he was in it. The one dude uh, who kisses uh, Jennifer Lawrence Jay in the Law? one scene. J-Law. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, They're so on like, that rusty, dusty the, old mattress. Yeah, the weird guy. Yeah. He makes it all the way to the end scene. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, he does. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Forgettable character, in my opinion. Well, yeah. He wasn't. He didn't play a big, a huge role in that movie. Yeah. But you know, made it to the final scene. But yeah, yeah. no, my week's been okay. It's been a lot. Yeah. We won't get into everything that's gone down this week, but it's sure. been it's been a lot. That's good, man. It's been a pretty heavy on your heart. Pretty. <laughs> pretty Are you crying? Yeah. No, it's been a tough week yeah <laughs> wow yeah it's just uh you know <laughs> that was, that I'm, was I'm, well, I'm getting so close to the point of fake crying that i'm almost really crying well well placed that was good yeah thanks you are crying actually been, now oh my goodness you're crying a lot and then we got hit with a lot of snow yesterday yeah no not yesterday yeah it was yesterday well it was like the night before yesterday yeah like yesterday is when we first experienced the snow but you can't say that in podcast terms you gotta say oh frick, who cares three four days ago at this point <laughs> this podcast is up on thursday because of the because of the wild card monday yeah uh yeah no tons of snow uh always think shoveling's fun i kind of enjoy shoveling a little bit sometimes i have a small driveway i'm like oh yeah i'll tack this it was so much snow so much snow. I was so tired. Oh, man. I can't even tell you. Like, it was just... And then, these stupid snowplow drivers. Where the heck did they get off? Dude. I spent probably, you know, half an hour to an hour doing my front of my... Of my... What are you expecting to do, man? Of my driveway. Listen, I, I understand. I understand. I, I know what they do. But then, literally... As I'm getting to the end, here comes this freaking, you know, the sidewalk plow. Yeah, no, the snow plow. He comes oh. and just plows it right over again. Oh, now my <laughs> driveway's covered again. <laughs> and it's like you just like give him a thumb yeah, up. just oh, I gave him a finger, all right. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, he he doesn't cover it up like as much as it was before. But it's just like, come on, and he's like, why did I even clear this out at all? Because <laughs> yeah, it was why didn't I wait? Not even. 15 minutes after I was done, oh. he, he decided to come. That's right why I had a hard time there. getting up your driveway this this evening. I can't believe you did it, honestly. No, my, I, it's clear now. Is it well, not? Hardly. Well, yeah, because fr- the snow plows came by again. Careful. Sorry. My front bumper is going to come off on the way out. <laughs> I have my safety shield plastic piece underneath my front bumper is completely flipped out right now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm basically my own snow plow. <laughs> um, I just, I'm driving, it's just like... <laughs> Your car, Everywhere, man. You need man. to fix it. It's your, bad. I feel like your car is, always has problems with it. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, cosmetic, yeah. Cosmetic. Not yeah. like... That's more than cosmetic. Well, my alternator was bad, but I got yeah. a new one. Yeah. Okay? Get you off my back. Al- alternate alternator. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's... It's... That's good. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna be like Daniel Ricardo in season two, episode one of the... Uh, sorry, probably episode two of Formula One. Uh, drive to survive where his front wing goes falls off all the way underneath his car that's gonna be you yeah so who is that daniel ricardo nice yeah i've been watching formula one lately shout out to joel yeah He's been so recommending anyways it to me for a while <laughs> crazy week i actually have i we did uh we're in a lottery pool or a playoff pool i guess you could say yeah playoff yeah you um, could say that yeah, and uh, I have the same record as Joe in the yeah. Pickums. So All right, far. let's not make a big deal about it. Yeah, we are actually. No. We are actually going to make a big deal out of it. Okay. Because I got the same record as you, yeah. four and one. Yeah, well, listen, a broken clock is right twice a day. So, Huh? Broken clock is right twice two a day. Two birds in a bush is worth one in the hand. No, that's not how it's... It's two, 
two right? two in the hand is worth no one in the hand is worth two in the bush. Where do the birds come in? The one bird, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. All right. Yeah. How many do you kill with the stone? What? No, you kill two birds with. Am I getting stone. my metaphors mixed up? Yeah, you are getting them mixed up. But that's gonna change this week. We made a lot of different picks this week. Yeah, we, almost every single one except for one actually yeah. is. We, I would get into it, but that would spoil the football aspect later. Yeah. Where I'd make my picks with Mike. So yeah, we're gonna bring Mike on, and yeah. then we'll do the football stuff. You don't really like. Yeah. It's okay. You don't need to get involved that much. Okay. Why don't you just? Oh no, because if you tell them what your picks are, then they're kind of kind of know. Who? I mean, not not that it matters. It's like my picks are the, you know, the biggest. You know, most they're not. They're not spice. Is your yeah? It's not spice. Yeah, it's not like your picture the be all end all. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Am I right? They hardly are an all at yeah, all. Yeah. So you know? yeah. Anyways, uh, tons of snow, tons of Joe this tons week. Joe and tons, uh, of, tons of football. Football. So, uh, why didn't you just let me do the whole thing? Well, it's because I wasn't sure you were going to go there, and you, I wanted to do it. You but cannot. Then, yeah. You cannot let me have a moment where I'm, I'm trying to like. Do I'm my sorry. own thing in the podcast. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. You just had to interrupt me I while know. I was doing it. I always interrupt. Yeah, no, it's it's just, it's just my uh, show. My yeah. name's on the show. So his yeah. name's on the show. Tons of snow. Lots of Joe. Lots let's of play Joe. some football let's and play let's, play some, <laughs> uh, let's play some football. Let's play some football. I'm gonna <laughs> get, keep keep repeating it so that I get the yeah. last word. You yeah. get the last word. No, Joe. It's been good to talk to you again. You as well. Thanks for helping out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I missed you, Joe. Yeah, I miss you too. Miss you too. It's been a long week. Yeah. Ready for some more football. Yeah, honestly. So, Super Wild Card Weekend is in the books here in the 2021 NFL season. We made it through what was such a super weekend of wild card football long weekend that's why this episode's coming out a little bit late uh because monday was when we usually record but that was during a football game so we didn't want to do that but i'm joined alongside obviously my good buddy mike we're going to talk a little football mike uh how's it going just in life how, how are you in life joe right now in life i'm just doing see Super, dude. Just like, you know, the super. super wild card weekend. Yeah. You know, and life has been good. Um, you know, it's just, it's been fun. I don't know. Yeah. After this weekend, I woke up Monday, just all vibes positive. You know, I was ready really? to go. Um, trust me, uh, for all you How did you wake up Sunday? No sense, but yeah, so Monday, I woke <laughs> did you, up did positive you wake up? vibes. It was great. Um, I was doing good. <laughs> Good, good, uh, no, good. I woke up Sunday and I was more confused. I was more just like, I didn't know how to feel, honestly. But uh, I mean, we can get more into that once you know we get a little bit down the road here. But how about you, Joe? How how'd you how how was your weekend? How are you feeling in yeah. life? Yeah, I've been, I've been good. I've I'm happy. You know, I had some stuff you know going on this past week. It's been a a hectic week last couple of weeks. Uh, but staying positive, happy, you know, can't ask for much more. You know, I have a podcast that I get to talk football every week. I get to talk with one of my best friends about some football, not take ourselves too Let's seriously. Go. You know, it's, you know, things got a good family that loves me. I hope I love them. You know, things are, things are good. We I got a lot we of snow a family, here. Joe, that's great to hear. 
Yeah, yeah, I have a family. Well, you'll have to meet them sometime. It's, oh, uh, dude, we gotta set that up. We gotta set that yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do a FaceTime or something at some point. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. All right, all right. I uh, I don't know. I don't know if I have much more I want to talk about before we talk about football. Uh, but yeah, we had wild card weekend this past weekend, Mike. What were your thoughts overall on the on the on the week, the super weekend as a whole? Well, Joe, uh, number one thought is I'm the worst uh, analyst when it comes to sports. I picked a bunch <laughs> of upsets, and none of them really hit. I don't even think it. I don't know about my bold predictions. I don't know if you wrote them down, but I don't think I was right on like any of them. I think that's why I was more confused than than anything. Is like I woke up and on on Sunday and even on Monday, and I was just like, like you think you figure out the NFL one week, and then the next week it's yeah. like WTF. Like it just yep. makes no sense. But that's the fun in the NFL. I mean, if you listen to some of the bigger name uh, sports analysts, like they don't know what they're talking about either. So I fit right no. in with them. Um, I think. I mean, I could be going on NFL Today or even Sports Center one of these days. Uh, but yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, no, I think I've said this all along, and I think I've said this a few times on the podcast. When it comes down to it, I don't care how much of an expert you consider yourself. When it comes to football, none of us have any idea what we're talking about. Honestly, we have no idea because football is such a a just crazy. The it's just craziness. Like we have no idea. We can think we know. We don't know. Everybody eventually is proven wrong. So that's why, like, when somebody comes up to me and is like, oh, you were wrong about this and this. Say, like, for example, you were wrong that Tua is better, that, that I said that Tua was a better prospect than Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. I was wrong, obviously. I'm all wrong a lot. If you listen to this podcast, I'm going to be wrong so many more times. And that's just, but that's the fun of it. It's like, we don't hold ourselves accountable. You know, who's going to do that? That's silly. That's why we don't need to go back to our bold predictions and hold ourselves accountable. No. Uh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. We We're just, just move here on to, to make the next week takes. and do it again. Exactly. Let's do it all over again. The definition of, definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. But we're not expecting a different result. We, we, we like having the same result. We're okay with the same result. You know, Joe, if, you know, the farther we get into this, maybe we could just become the bad sports announcers or analysts and just literally be bad, but be yeah. so enjoyable to watch that we just blow up for it. Yeah. It's like be bad, but acknowledge that we're bad. You know, we're not going to, we're not going to come on here and, and tell you that we know everything and that we're, that we're, you know, the smartest people in the world. We don't know what we're talking about. We just love football and we want to talk about football. Exactly. That's, you know, it's like we're not experts. We don't, you know, we're not former players. We are not former coaches. We've both barely hey, okay. played football okay, at no, all. No, no. We, are f- we are former players at the high school level, Joe. Yes, at the high school level. Sorry. We both barely played high school football. And I think that's, you know, we're that that's enough qualification. We know what it's like to really get on the gridiron, you know, put your life on the line out there. Uh, but we're going to put mean, our life on the line on this podcast like absolutely. we always do. Mm-hmm. Every single week, Mike, why don't we Every week. You want to start off, you want to talk a little little recap of wa- super wild card weekend? I got you, bro. Let's do it. Uh, you know, we had a banger first game, Raiders and Bengals. Um, yes. absolutely loved it. Uh, I, I had some buddies over game started. My dad actually tried to bet me a hundred bucks that the Raiders, or I mean, the Bengals were going to win. I was rooting for the Raiders and I <laughs> almost took the offer, but I didn't anyway. 
Game was fun, <laughs> Joe. It was a, I mean, to start off the postseason, I don't think you can start it off any better. Um, you know, Bengals came out hot, came out firing. Joe Burrow looked good early, and he continued to look good throughout the game. Jamar Chase put up an amazing um, debut in the playoffs. And then there we go. Midway through the game, near the end of the game, you know, Bengals were up pretty big. They were up, I believe it was like 23-13 or 26-13. And the Raiders just started chomping back at the score. Um, came back, made it a 26-19 game. And you know what? They're, they're at the end. They fell short. But uh, all in all, it was, it was a good game. I really enjoyed watching it. Uh, one thing I did know uh, notice during the game was the Bengals came out hot, but the Bengals receivers um, just seemed to be able to control the ball, like catch the ball. Whereas the Raiders receivers yeah. seemed a bit more timid and they just couldn't, they just couldn't hold onto the ball. Kind of mm-hmm. like what we saw with the chargers against the Raiders. Like the chargers just could not catch the ball until it became fourth and 30. Then it was like, Oh dude, we got you. Um, so I don't know what, what was going on there with the receivers. Weather wasn't awful. So it, I don't know. It was kind of weird. And then, you know, of course the biggest topic of the game is the Joe Burrow running out of bounds. Oh my um, God. Doesn't even, doesn't even land out of bounds. Doesn't run out of bounds. And clear as day, you hear a whistle midway where well, the ball's like maybe three, four feet off his fingers. Um, and, you know, I believe was it Tyler Boyd caught it? Um, I think it was Tyler and, Boyd. Yeah. T- and, yeah, you know, they, Tyler Boyd. They, they, the refs uh, got together, discussed it, called it a touchdown. But, you know, by rule, if a whistle is blown midway through a play, the play is dead, and either you replay the down, or I don't remember if you replay the down or not, but I know the play is dead, so the touchdown shouldn't have counted. I'm not here to say that that's what won the Bengals the game because, I mean, I think we were roughly halfway through the game at that point, so it would have changed a lot of things. But I don't think that won them the game, but I do think that the NFL is right for pulling the uh, the referees from the postseason because it was just they had a bunch of botched calls. Yeah. But I want to see your take on the game, Joe. What do you think of everything? I, I do want to talk. I, I I agree with a lot of the things you said. I thought you broke down the game actually very, very, very well. I also noticed early, like, Derek Carr was getting no help from his receivers. Like, they were dropping balls left and right. Uh, and it really looked like a game that was dominated by the, by the Bengals for most of the game. And then I thought Derek Carr, like he's done for weeks now, when it came down to, like, crunch time, he'd make some big-time throws, and they nearly, nearly pulled off uh, pulled off the win there at the end. I think believe they were down six driving there on that last possession. I don't like that Derek Carr threw short of the touchdown or short short of the end zone on that fourth down. That was not I'm not a fan of that. But the officiating definitely was like one of the biggest aspects of this game. I do have a question for you regarding that. Like you talked about how um the the play should have been blown dead. Like that's NFL rules, and I understand that. But I do wonder. It, what what's what would have been worse? The outcome that we had, where the play was not blown dead, and potentially one of the Raiders players might have stopped early because the whistle was blown. Uh, you know, we we it, you could sort of make that argument. Or if they would have blown the play dead in that spot, and the touchdown would have still happened, and it would have been wiped off the board because Joe Burrow. They thought Joe Burrow went out of bounds, but he wasn't even close. Like, which outcome would have been worse, you think? I think... Uh, well, they played in Cincinnati, so I think there would have been, been a bigger uproar if uh, if 
they call the touchdown back or uh, that was that one of the that was one of the pieces right yeah you mentioned yeah i feel like it would have been a bigger uproar if they would have called it back but i still think the worst call because they got it wrong is the one they made i think it was like by far the the worst um but again joe i don't think it really will change the outcome of the game because the Bengals at that point had such a big, or they had a pretty big lead, so they kind of, it felt like they let off a little. Yeah. If it doesn't count, they're still there. They're at like the 15 or 20 yard line. Who says they're not going to score in the next play? Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I, I think I think what happened was the worst outcome, but I actually am, I, I mean, I'm very curious, as probably you are, like what would have happened if they did call it back, like what kind of thing we would have seen. Probably still would have been talking about it after the game. Talking about it now, like wow, the refs, you know, even though they got it right, what a big, like what a big thing, like, I mean, we would have just talked about how they've been bad all year. Well, the the problem but, is, yeah, no, I, the problem is, even if they would have gotten it right, they would still would have gotten it wrong because they would have blown it dead when he was not even close, close to being out of bounds, like he was you not even Joe, close. I, I didn't even think about that. that's actually a very good point. Yeah, see, that's the thing. That's the thing, and I don't agree with the refs. And I'm very glad they took these these this group of refs out of the rest of the playoffs. That's that's great because they, I mean they were a disaster. It was it was multiple yep. different things in this game. They were not good in the, in in this game. But to me, the way worse outcome would have been if they would have blown this play dead, and then the touchdown would have been wiped off the board for Joe Burrow not even being close to out of bounds. So to me. Like we got the lesser of two evils, in my opinion. I I think it's good, okay. and I know Raiders fans will probably disagree, you know, because their team lost. But like you said, I don't think that this touchdown won the Bengals the game. But to me, if the play was blown dead, that would have been such a bigger disaster than if if they would have like then then what happened? Then 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 the play yeah. being a touchdown, and you know you don't. I don't you don't know totally how much the whistle affected the play but like overall it was a complete disaster but I think we narrowly avoided a much worse outcome in my opinion anyways. I mean if the Bengals if they blow it dead, Joe Burrow's not even out of bounds and the Bengals lose this game, Joe. Whole oh my goodness. Story. Oh I think my I'm, goodness. I think I'm even more livid than I am right now with this. Yeah. Like, I would be like cuz Bengals hadn't won a playoff game in what 31 years. I actually texted my friend after they won because it's like one of the first things, you know, to, like you know, no one's yeah. ever texted the Bengals won a playoff game until <laughs> yeah. you know, Saturday. Um it's funny, I'm actually seeing the highlight right now as we as we speak about it. And uh yeah, no, if they lose this game, Joe, because of, and you know, oh, dude, I phew, Bengals fans versus yeah. the NFL, it would have been oh, it would have been so bad, Joe. That's why I'm saying we avoid like, and you never want it to come down to officiating, and you never want the main storyline to be officiating. But we, I think we definitely avoided the worst outcome. Like if that would have been blown dead, and in worst case scenario, they, they, you know, they, yeah, they, worst case scenario, they get, uh, they lose that game. Oh my goodness gracious, we would have never heard the end of it. Like it would have been. A, a a catastrophe as big as the Saints and Rams uh call a few years ago when when the yep. Rams had the the pass interference not called like that was yep. yeah that would have been that would have been not good at all and I know it's a wild card game and not a championship game like that game was but but yeah it it sucks to have to talk about officiating I do want to say that Joe Burrow played stinking good in this game again I mean that guy is just a baller. This Bengals team to win their first playoff game in 31 years. 
Uh, it's awesome. I'm really happy for them. Uh, you know, and Joe Burrow, he made a couple throws in this game. Uh, he had that one throw to uh, CJ Uzama where it was like literally almost touched the top of the defender's helmet. Like just like an unbelievable a seam route. Dime. Yep. Yes, seam. Yes, the seam. It was just incredible. I mean, that was just a, a phenomenal throw and, and so cool for Bengals fans. Joe, I will tell you, I know there's always a lot of comparisons, but I watched, you know, I watched the entire game. And when I saw that play, like everyone was always like, or my entire like room was like, oh my gosh, what a throw. I instantly just thought Brady to Gronk because it looked yeah. almost identical. Gronk running the seam, Brady hitting him right over the defender. Like I was like, what a throw. And that, I mean, you're in a playoff game. This ain't, you know, if that defender turns around two, three seconds earlier, that's a pick. Yep. And I mean, we're in a, we're in a playoff game, and to throw that ball a laser, I mean, I was like, man, oh, this I, kid's I'm slinging it. I made some noises like when that throw. Like, there's a couple throws, you know, per week where I like I audibly I'm like, oh, or like you know, just yeah. make like a yep. ridiculous. That was one of those throws where like you get up out of your seat and it's like, oh my gosh, and mm. like you talk about Brady to Gronk. Like I've been comparing comparing uh, Joe Burrow to Brady all season long. To me, he's 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 the next big thing. I'm all about Joe Burrow, and as a Dolphins fan, it's bittersweet seeing him march out there for his first pl- uh, career playoff start. Because you know we have a quarterback that was drafted the same season, and it's, it's not going quite as well. But you know, I I love this Bengals team. They're a fun team. I'm excited for the future of this team. And you, yeah, you got one more thing you want to say about the Bengals? Yeah, Joe. Actually, uh, if you want to care, finish your sentence or whatever phrase, and then I got two questions for you after you're done. Okay. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty much done. I was just like, I'm just just waxing poetic about the Bengals. I don't know. I I just think they're 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 a fun team, and they're honestly they're playing with house money at this point. I think getting that first playoff win out of the way was was that was the biggest thing that for them this off season or this postseason. And whatever happens after this is just house money. Like they're 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 sitting pretty right now. But yeah, uh, you can go to your two questions. Yeah, no, it, it's it, it was fun to watch the Bengals win for sure. But um, all right, Joe, does Derek Carr stay a Raider after this year? Also, does Rich Basaccia or Basacci does he stay the head coach? I've heard rumors about uh, is it Jim Harbaugh potentially becoming a Raider? Yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts, Joe? What's going to happen with the quarterback and what's going to happen with the coach? That's that's Those are good questions. The the Derek Carr rumors are, are swirling like crazy. Like I was not expecting them to be to to be this this hot. But I don't know. I don't I don't think you tra- like I don't see why you trade Derek Carr. I, I really He's like Derek Carr. Off. Like to me, like he, I think he had a really good year and I think he even struggled quite a bit down the stretch. Uh, but there was there was still moments in games where the guy was just throwing dimes, and he's another one of those guys. He all of a sudden will make throws, and it's like big boy throws, and it's like I get up out of my seat. I'm like, okay, Derek, okay, nice thinking throw, and it's like big time throw in, in big time situations. And to me, if if you're gonna replace Derek Carr, who the heck are you replacing him with? That's my biggest question. Like, who are they exactly. replacing Derek Carr with? Like, he's probably a top. I don't know, 10, 15 quarterback in the NFL. Oh, I would, I would say for sure. Yeah. Like who, who, like who's the replacement? I, I wouldn't get rid of Derek Carr. Will he get traded? I don't know. I, I think that the, the city of Vegas is kind of rallying around him. I, I feel like he's going to be there. I don't think they're going to trade him. I think he's going to be there. And as far as Rich Bisaccia, 
that's tough. I think if Jim Harbaugh wants to come, I think they'll they'll make a spot for him. And I, I wish Jim Harbaugh was going to Miami, and I've made that yeah. known on this podcast before, but that doesn't look to be happening. But, uh, you know, uh, the Dolphins are an irrelevant, dumb franchise anyways. I don't need to talk about them. Uh, but I... I don't know. I, I I feel like those those wins are those wins are you know swirling. I feel like it's gonna be Jim Harbaugh and and Derek Carr next season in, in Las Vegas. What do you think? I could see I could see it happening. I I agree with you 100. percent I don't think Derek Carr is going anywhere. I don't see why they would get rid of him. He's still pretty young, um, and he can sling it. You know, if he's healthy, which he was all season, he put up some good numbers. I mean, the Raiders there okay, at the end got hot, and who knows. You know, like I said, if all of a sudden that call's turned the other way, you know, we ha- might have a different ball game. I don't know. Um, but no, Derek Carr put up an amazing season. And I've heard a lot of players are, are rallying around Rich. They want to keep Rich. Um, if all of a sudden they do get Jim, I would not be surprised if Rich becomes like OC, DC, goes back to assistant coach, whatever he was. But like, he'll be a big part of the organization. But yeah. I mean, hey, the Raiders, they lose John Harbaugh. You know, they have their... Um, John Gruden. Their heartbreaking, heartbreaking... Oh, yeah. Harbaugh. John Gruden, <laughs> my bad. Uh, they have their heartbreaking scenarios with Henry Ruggs and I believe their other first-round pick from 2020. Yeah, Damon Arnett. Um, yep. And, you know, they just had all this, all these bad things happening to the organization. And they rally around Basaccia, um, Derek Carr, Waller. Um, and they just, you know, they end up having a, a, a hot streak there going into the playoffs. I mean, I counted them out many times during the season. Yep. I think you probably did too. Yeah, 100%. you always said they had bad vibes, bad vibes. Yeah. and I mean, we're talking about a team that nearly knocked off the Bengals. Yeah, I and I want to make it clear, just because I'm saying Jim Harbaugh is going to be the coach there next year, I think Ritz Pisaccia absolutely deserves a chance to be the head coach. I mean, what what he's been able to do, like you said, is so impressive. Like, like with the whole John Gruden thing. Uh, or uh, and then and then the Henry Ruggs and Damon Arnett and all that like to be able to rally this team and like play competitive in a wild card matchup despite all those bad vibes that we talked about like he absolutely deserves it like it it I, like I definitely got to give them a hand like like the Raiders they 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 played phenomenal down the stretch when we thought that they were when they were cooked but. The Bengals move on, so congratulations to them. We do got to move on to some of the other games. Yeah, We've spent a lot of time on this game. I know you're probably just trying to. It was a good game. You're trying. You're trying to avoid the next game. I think. I think that's what you're doing. Absolutely. To me. You're trying to avoid the next game. We got to talk about it though, Mike. It was your New England Patriots going into uh, Western New York. I believe it's Western New New York. Uh, you know, in- yeah. into Buffalo uh, to play the Buffalo Bills. And uh, Mike, why don't you do, why don't you let the listeners know you know how that went? How did that go for your New England Patriots? First off, I want to say um, as a Pats fan, I watched the entire football game. Did really? Not turn it off. I watched the entire game. Good oh for yeah, you. I know. I had people. I had people around me like, dude, if you know, if this was my team, I would have long given up. I would be doing something else. But I was like, no, last bit of Patriot football I get to watch for the season, so. I mean, I'm going to enjoy it. And no, nah, I mean, I will say um, going into the game, I had my mindset like if the Bills get the ball first, they're going to go down and score. Josh Allen's been on a heater lately. It's been looking real solid. Um, Bills got the ball first, went down the field, scored, made it look easy. And so I was I was a little nervous. 
And then what Mac Jones was able to do on the opening drive just blew me away. Like he was, he came out, he was firing, um, had the offense moving down the field and uh, throws a lot of people say it was underthrown, whatever, but throws a beautiful pass to, to Nelson Aguilar into the end zone. And Micah Hyde makes one of the, one of the highlight interceptions of the playoffs, if not one of the season, like fingertip catch. And at first I was like, okay, incomplete. And then I saw him sliding on the ground with the ball and he got up running and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Mac put it almost in a perfect spot and it just, you know, it was better play defensively. And at that moment I knew like, okay, this is, this is going to be, this is going to be tough. And basically from that point on, uh, the bills just played perfect football. You know, they didn't punt. They didn't kick a field goal. (laughs) They scored nothing but touchdowns. And I kept telling everybody like, look, all the Pats need is one stop, and we can make somewhat of a game. If you look at it, we are two stops away because I would put them at 33 points, which would have put us two scores out of the game. You know, we, we, we had a chance throughout the game if we would have got yep. two stops. But the Patriots' defense through the last few weeks, just that's one thing they weren't able to do, get off the field. Yep. Um, whether it was on big fourth, fourth downs, third downs, get stops on first and second downs. like They couldn't do anything, Joe. And um, I've said it to multiple people. Mac Jones and Kendrick Bourne got off the bus. Um, I think Mac Jones played great for his first uh, playoff game in zero-degree weather, basically, in a hostile environment. Um, So I think he played well. Kendrick Bourne had a good game. But the defense, Joe, the defense was so bad. I just – I can't – like, I can't say anything really past that. We were – we just – I think we need to gut some of the players, get some of the players out of there, get some youth up in there. We seem slow. We just did. There was just nothing positive to yep. say about the defense. But cr- give credit where it's due. I mean, the Bills just came out and did. They didn't let up. They just went out and said, "Look, you guys beat us by running the ball thirty something times. We're gonna beat you by beating you by like thirty something points." Yeah. And I mean, they came out on a mission and they look good doing it. Yep. And. I a lot of people are are like so critical of of Mac Jones in that performance, and I like I follow a bunch of people on Dolphins Twitter and stuff. Obviously, they're gonna talk crap about Mac Jones. I mean, it's it's their rival team and and all that. But like Mac, Mac I'm not gonna say Mac Jones played great. Like he didn't play amazing. Like I I, I probably was yeah. not as high on his performance probably even as you were. You know, he 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 looked cold out there. I'll I'll admit that yeah. he, he looked cold. He was focused on he was focused on his breath. Yeah, he's he focused, focused on, on his place. He is first time he'd ever seen that. But no, he played all right. Like how like my thing is like, what do you expect out of a rookie quarterback to go into a playoff game uh where your defense doesn't even show up and the, the other team scores on seven scores not just scores, scores a touchdown on seven straight possessions? Like what do you expect a rookie quarterback in his first uh, playoff start ever to like to do to overcome that? Like, there's like that the expectations are way too high if you're expecting a, a a rookie quarterback to overcome that. And yeah, the Patriots defense was flat out awful, and they've been awful the last couple weeks. Like, I saw them getting get that run defense get exposed against a, a bad Dolphins rushing attack. Like, the Dolphins rushing attack was one of the worst in the NFL. And they ran over that Patriots defense. And there's there's some problems that I think what you said about them being, you know, getting more youth in there is definitely definitely important. 
Uh, and, you know, who knows? Dante Hightower is probably going to retire after this season. And who knows if Kyle Van Noy is back. Jamie Collins. Like, those, like there's going to be some turnaround uh, on this team. And, they're, you know, there's going to be a lot of changes for the Patriots. But as far as the Bills goes, I mean, this might have been the most perfect playoff performance in the history of the NFL. Like, literally, they scored. They had eight possessions. The last possession was three kneel downs. Before that, seven for seven. Seven possessions, seven touchdowns. They literally, up until that last drive, they they got as many yards as they could possibly get because literally they went down the field and scored a touchdown every single time. Josh Allen was amazing. He threw five touchdowns, only like four complete, uh, incompletions. And then the, that yep. completion to Dawson Knox was one of the dirtiest. Oh, my gosh, that was disgusting. I mean, he was, like, standing around for, like, 10 minutes, and then he throws, like, I thought he was throwing the ball away. He even said he thought he th- he was throwing the ball away and somehow completes it to Dawson Knox. That was incredible. Josh Allen and, and this Bills team, to me, they had the most impressive week of any team in the NFL. And I don't know, Mike, do you think, that like, like, who's going to stop the Bills at this point? I don't know, Joe. Um, one thing I would like to point out is uh, the Bills haven't really played a top-tier defense in the past few weeks. Um, if we want to go back maybe four or five weeks, they played the Patriots, which put up an amazing performance. Then I, they went to the Atla- or they played Atlanta at home. Atlanta's defense is nothing special. Played New York, the Jets at home. Jets defense, not bad, but also nothing special. Um, and they didn't have the best performances in those two games. And now in the playoffs, uh, first round, they draw New England, play another not you know nothing yeah. special defense. So I'm curious what they're going to do up against Kansas City this week um, against an actual defense. Um, we'll have to wait and see uh, you know how that all plays out. And if, if they can string together some plays and put up some big numbers, then, I mean, I think the Bills, I mean, they're going to be a scary team. And they already oh, look yeah. like a scary team, but if they can take out a top-tier defense, then I'm telling you, like, this team could do some damage. Oh, absolutely. And I one more thing before we move on to the next game. This game was, you could tell, it was personal for this Buffalo Bills team. Yep. They were ticked off at the Patriots. They were not happy. Maybe it's 20 years of getting their, like, butts kicked by this team or maybe it's uh bill belichick getting all his roses after that first game that they that they beat the bills in and like you could tell they were running up the score this was very purposeful there's a reason it was 47 to 17 and not 38 17 or 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 something like that like they they took this personal and they put every everything they had into this game and it was it was like two decades of frustration for 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 Western New York against the Patriots. Um, I will say I do appreciate them running up the score because nothing makes me more frustrated than seeing a team just go off and then give up in the yes. second half or fourth quarter. Like even though it's against Patriots, I'm a diehard Pats fan. I want to see you give your all. Like I don't care yep. who you are. Like don't just because you're playing the Patriots, like give up. But and don't sit um, on leads. Like especially exactly. in the playoffs, go just keep attacking. Exactly. Um, but my my final thing before we move on is I saw, I believe it was Kyle Duggar from the Patriots. He said, uh, um, you know, the Pats were actually not like in terms of skill, in terms of team wise, like they're not, they're like one or two pieces from being 
just as good as the Bills, if not better. And, you know, I, I mean, as a Pats fan, of course, I'm going to be like, yeah, you know, I can I can see that. I absolutely agree with him, 100%. Um, we got a whole new offense in this year, and we made a playoff run with a rookie quarterback. And it takes time to get offensive pieces, you know, rolling. And, I mean, I think we could do more with who we have. I mean, Johnny Smith was non-existent this year. If we can get him included in the offense, I mean, maybe get another receiver. And then get one or two pieces on the defense. I think, I mean, I think we're right back in and making another wild card run, if not making it farther next year. So I'm really excited to see where we go next year. But, I mean, yeah. Other than that, I'm I'm ready to move on to the next right. game, Joe. All right, why don't we let's try to go through these these next few games a little quicker. We wanted to go quickly through these uh, the playoff like reviews, but we've we've kind of gone long. But I think we'll I think we'll. I be mean, sh- at this point, there's really no other game that needs to be talked about much. Yeah, we maybe can, the Cowboys a little bit, but yeah, we we can we can go quickly through like the the Eagles and the Bucks. There's not a whole lot to say. The Bucks kind of dominated. The Eagles didn't really show up. Um. Yeah, Jalen Hurts looked rough in this game, and I think he was still hurt. But uh, the Bucks, honestly, I wasn't. I honestly was not that impressed by the Bucks either in this game. I, I, I. This wasn't their best performance, and, and they lost potentially Tristan Wirfs and Ryan Jensen in this game. Uh, they might not play next week. It's still uncertain. So, uh, that part is kind of scary and. Uh, yeah, not too many takeaways, uh, but, you know, a dominant win for the Bucks Probably could have been more dominant. They kind of sat on their lead. Uh, but, Mike, yeah, I don't know if you have any takeaways from this game. Yeah, Joe, I was honestly, man, I keep making all these loud bumping noises with my mic and stuff. <laughs> You're good. But, uh, uh, honestly, yeah, no, uh, I expected this to be a closer game. I thought the Eagles would do something. And then when I looked at the score and it was like 17-0 Bucks. At that point, I knew the Bucks were going to win this game, yeah. but I figured it would finish off like thirty-five to ten or thirty-five-seven. It ended up being thirty-one fifteen, two-score game. And yeah, like you said, the Bucks losing uh, Werfs and Jensen, and then already being out like their entire offense. I mean, I don't see them putting up much of a fight against the Rams. And if you're an Eagles fan, I mean, you finally get this far again and uh, to have that type of performance just sucks. Um. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you just got to move on. You got to build back better and see what you can do next year. Yeah, I'm curious to see how they approach this offseason. They have, like, three mid-first-round picks. Like, I think it's, like, 15, 16, and, like, 19. So they have a, a ton of first-round picks. And do they stick with Jalen Hurts? Do they do they move on? Do they try to go get a different quarterback, maybe Russell Wilson? I saw saw some of those rumors kind of swirling around. But uh, definitely an interesting offseason. And the, and the Bucks move on to to next week and then we'll move on to the next game and it was the San Francisco 49ers upsetting the only upset of the first uh week of the playoffs and it was so predictable I I cannot believe I didn't pick the 49ers I ki- I'm kicking myself that I didn't pick the 49ers last week uh, I would have been perfect I would have gone a clean sweep if I would have just picked the 49ers but our Dallas Cowboys just do typical typical Dallas Cowboys things and they get to the playoffs, and they don't show up. And I was so frustrated watching this game because I'm a guy who likes the Cowboys. You know, they're not my necessarily my favorite team, but uh, they're a team I root for every year, and I and I want them to succeed. And it's just so frustrating to see them do this again. They have a complete no show in this game, and and they just didn't show up from the beginning. Like from the very beginning, the 49ers to me looked like the better team. Like it wasn't even close. 
Like from the very first few snaps, from the first drive, it was like, yep, 49ers are better. They 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 want this more. They're hungrier. Uh, this Cowboys team. I don't know about you, Mike. I was so discouraged about this this Cowboys team. I was heartbroken, Joe. Me and my wife watched the game, and you know we were. I was like, she kept saying like, "Oh, we're done. It's over." And I was like, "No, there's still a chance. There's still a chance." And literally, they had a minute something left. Turned the ball over. She was like, "Okay, we're done." And I was like, "No, there's still a chance. They have all their timeouts." And lo and behold, they get the ball back. And uh, I don't know, Joe. I just. It's so weird to me that the Cowboys just seem can't seem to pull it together. And my biggest takeaway was one of the most undisciplined performances I've ever oh seen out of a gosh. team. Put up, what was it, 14, 14. 15 penalties? I mean, 14. 14 penalties for um, 89 yards. So yardage wasn't that bad. But that's also concerning if you don't have that many yards because that means you're giving up a bunch of false starts, a bunch of these little yep. penalties. And I saw a stat, I think it was like eight or nine of those penalties either took away a first down from the Cowboys or gave the Niners a first down. And if you want to lose a game, that is going to lose you a game right yep. there. I don't care what Cowboys fan, I don't care what football fan comes to me and tells me Dak Prescott should have never ran the ball, um, this and this. They should have known the rules about giving the ball to the ref. I agree. That's fine. But it was not their fault to begin with. I mean, no. the offensive line, I saw penalty after penalty after penalty on the offensive line, on the defensive line. Like, they just could not play um, disciplined football, and that's what lost them the game. Not the not the final run, not the uh, not the not being able to give the uh, ball to the ref so he can position it correctly. Like that didn't lose them the game, Joe. Yep. It was a stupid play call, anyways. This is a dumb play yeah. call. It's on them. Yeah, the, the, absolutely not. Like I. I understand being frustrated at the refs and Dak Prescott, he was frustrated at the refs, but come on, give me a break. Like, like Dak Prescott played pretty stinking bad throughout this game. Like he did not show up on multiple drives and I'm the biggest Dak Prescott stand there is. Like I love Dak Prescott, but come on with blaming the refs when you had 14 penalties, completely undisciplined and just an embarrassing, embarrassing performance. And the four, like, congrats to the 49ers. Incredible game. Yeah. Debo, Debo Samuel, I mean that guy is just a monster. He is he is unreal. He's all over the field. But yeah, it sucks that we talk more about the the team that lost this game. But yeah, credit to the 49ers in this game. I agree 100%, Joe. Credit to the Niners. Um Jimmy Garoppolo didn't have a great game, but he did what he needed to. Um Debo Samuel had a great game. One more thing on the Cowboys before we move on. Um you know, you were pretty critical of Dak, and I, I agree. His stat line doesn't look great. I, well, a few things I saw, like receivers, again, not being able to catch the ball. Um, and, and this stat alone, you know, he put up 254 passing yards, uh, but he was also their second leading rusher, and he, he was only four bad. yards short of being the leading rusher, and he had 27 yards. Um, I think moving forward, I think Zeke needs to be your first down back, and Tony Pollard needs to be second and third down. Yep. Um, or vice versa, like have Tony Pollard as your first and second down and put Zeke as third down because uh, I've seen enough out of Zeke these last two years and he's been very disappointing, Joe. Yep. Zeke started off the season really good. But the last half of the season, he's been a complete no-show. I mean, he's been pointless. It's He's basically a statue out there. He's he's a decoy. He hasn't done anything. He, he needs to improve. I don't know if he needs to lose weight or like it feels weird to say that a professional athlete needs to lose weight, but he just doesn't look like he's running well maybe he's injured but CD, i don't 
CD Lamb non-existent yep. in this game, which was very disappointing. And C- Cedric Wilson so did drop did drop that ball. That was a pretty incredible throw. I mean, it was a tough yeah. tough catch, but yeah. like, I mean, he also on. he did not even try to make a catch attempt when he was blinded by the sun, which yeah. got me wrong. Blinded by the uh, sun. I don't get the. I don't get the whole uh, architecture on the on the, <laughs> the Cowboys Stadium, but that's for another yeah. another day. Don't get, but don't at the end of the day, started. Cowboys just they cannot seem to put it together. Yep, they can't get out of their own way. Uh, but we'll get out of their way, and we'll move on to the next game. Yeah. The the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Pittsburgh Steelers, a a forty two to twenty one romping of the of the Steelers by the Chiefs, and the Chiefs took a little while to wake up, but when they finally woke up. Uh, they were torrid hot. They destroyed uh, a, a Steelers defense that was exhausted because they could not, uh, you know, get any rest because they're off. The Steelers' offense is brutal. And and Ben, sorry, it's your last game. I should probably say something respectful, but I'm I'm glad you're gone because the that defense deserves better. They need help. Uh, but yeah, Mike, what were your takeaways from this game, real quick? Um, I looked at the score with four minutes left in the first half. I didn't even watch this game. <sighs> I already kind of knew the outcome. But, uh, you know, it was 7-7, and I was like, we got a game here, boys. I looked at the score. It was halftime, 21-7. to <laughs> I was like, all right, Chiefs just scored two touchdowns in like three minutes, four minutes. I was like, this game's over. And woke up in the morning, 42-21. And, yeah, salute to Big Ben. You know, he was a great quarterback. You know, he was a great, you know, just – all in all, great player in the NFL. I think he's a Hall of Famer yep. by by far. But, no, the Chiefs, this was just a, a warm-up game for the Chiefs. And uh, they, they'll be ready for the next round, that's for sure. I'm not too excited about it, but, you know, I don't see them lasting after next week anyway. So, <laughs> um, But we don't need to talk too much about this game because there really wasn't much about it. It was just the Patrick Mahomes show. He put up, I think, five touchdown passes, which is just ridiculous. Yep. Um, but, no, a good win for the Chiefs. And... If you're a Steelers fan, a lot to look forward to as long as Mason Rudolph ain't your quarterback. Yes, yes, as long as it's not Mason Rudolph. Uh, Why don't we move on to the last game, Monday Night Football, the first ever Monday Night um, wild card game, and it was another domination. The Rams dominating 34-11. to Uh, My quick takeaways from from the, the dominating performance by the Los Angeles Rams. Rams are scary, Joe. Rams are scary. I was a doubter. Um, and, you know, seeing this performance again, I think they could have played a little bit better. Matthew Stafford, 13 for 17. He didn't throw a whole lot. 202 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Cooper Cup had uh, five catches, 61 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, I believe they had a pretty good run game. Sony Michelle, 13 carries, 58 yards. Cam Akers, 17 carries, 55 yards. So, their run game was pretty good. Defense shut out the Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray, I don't know where he was oh um, in this game. I mean, 19 for 34, 137 yards and two picks. One an ugly pick six. Oh, an ugly man. pick six. And I saw the Monday Night Manning cast. It was kind of funny. Uh, Russell Wilson was on. He was like, you know, if I'm if I'm Kyler Murray, I'm I'm walking up and down the sideline. I'm telling him, you know, we can do it. We can do it. And I believe at this point they were only down by like one or two scores. And uh, it, it goes to Kyler Murray on the bench, and he's just sitting there, head down, looking like <laughs> the most depressed person in the world. And I was like, for your leader, for your quarterback, he needs to be up on the on the sidelines, getting you into the game, like telling you guys, hey, let's get going. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't need. We don't need to see that. Poor, poor showing for the Cardinals. But this is this is the Rams team that 
going up against the the Buccaneers next week. They look they look hungry. And if I'm a Bucks fan, I am I'm not looking forward to this game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The the Rams looked scary dominant. Uh their defense came to play. Um yeah, the Cardinals with a complete no show. And you you talked about the Manning cast. I don't know if you saw the pick six that 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 Kyler Murray threw. Uh Eli <laughs> The I, the Rock was on at that point, and the Rock was giving like a motivational speech to the Cardinals. And right after Kyler Murray <laughs> throws that unbelievably terrible pick six, like just Carson Wentz esque pick six, and Eli Manning makes the funniest noise you've ever heard. Like he is squealing when they when they when they pick pick, pick that ball off and bring it back for a touchdown. It's hilarious. You have to go back and watch it if you haven't seen I'm it. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. I have not seen that yet. It's, it's incredible. It's it's really really funny. Uh, the Manning cast was killer. It was really really good. Uh, this this past game that was probably the best part of this game because it was a complete domination. But Odell Beckham had himself a good game. There's a point where Odell Beckham had more passing yards than Kyler Murray. Uh, I believe yeah, in like the I second that. quarter. That was not good. A uh, lot of question marks for the Cardinals going into the off season. But like you said, the Rams look dominant and they'd be a tough team. Tough team to play right now uh, for, for the Buccaneers, who, who we'll see next week. But that kind of wraps up the games. We went a little long, a lot longer than we anticipated on them. But it was good conversation. I enjoyed it. I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure the listeners enjoy it as well. Before we move on, why don't we do our winners and losers from Wildcard Weekend. Mike, who you got for your winners and maybe even your losers from the first week of the playoffs? All right, my winners, Joe. I got one winner. And that's the Buffalo Bills. Um, yeah. That's not even close. The way they went out, I mean, they they said, okay, we're here to play. Uh, anyone in the AFC, be scared. The Bills look hot. My losers, I got three of them. Um, I got the Patriots. I got the Cowboys. And I got the referees. Um, bad performances by all three of those. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, moving forward, all three of those need to be fixed. Uh, Pats need a better defense. Uh, Cowboys need to figure out almost everything. It seems like play calling, especially, uh, um, and discipline and then referees, they just need to get it together in general from top to bottom. It just gets worse and worse. I don't know what they need to do to fix it, but it needs to be fixed. Absolutely. Uh, my winners and losers. I got a couple winners. Uh, first winner, Donna Kelsey, uh, the mom of Travis and, and Jason Kelsey. Travis and Jason Kelsey both played uh, a game on Sunday, and their mom, Donna, was at both games, both in Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, and then flew to Kansas City for the night game and and watched her other son. So just a shout out to to her. Moms are the best. Uh, That was really cool to see that, like to, to go to both those games. One game had a better outcome for her than the other, but... Yeah, Donna Kelsey, she's one of my biggest winners from this week. Uh, the city of Cincinnati, I think. There you go. That's a big winner. They finally got themselves a playoff win after 31 years. Zach Taylor was walking into bars, giving the game ball to the city. That was a fun time. Uh, yeah, those are my winners. My losers, I want to say Mike McCarthy and Cliff Kingsbury. I think there's going to be a lot of rumors about them potentially losing their job. Both of them, I think, had really bad performances down the stretch of the pl- of the season and in the playoffs. So I think that's 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 a big loser. Uh, a couple more losers. 
I'm going to say uh, tables in Buffalo. I'm sure any tables in Buffalo, they were losers this weekend because the Bills, they were excited. Bills fans were excited. They were jumping through tables. You know they were. Another loser, uh, Jerry Jones in AT&T Stadium because they don't have curtains, so you know their players can't see when they're catching the ball. And also a punt hit the stinking Jumbotron. Like, what a disaster. What is going on in that stadium? A billion-dollar stadium, and you don't have curtains, uh, and then your punt's hitting the hitting the Jumbotron. That was bad. And then I also had the refs. The refs, uh, they were terrible. But, Mike, you, you, you have one thing you want to say before we get into previewing next week regarding the refs. Um, refs need to be fixed, Joe. I won't spend a whole lot on this topic. We've already talked quite a bit about it. Um, Cowboys game. I believe there was 14 plus 9 is 23, if I'm not wrong. 23 penalties in that game, which it seems like every game the Cowboys play, I don't know if they're that bad and that undisciplined or if the refs just have it out for them. Um, I like both sides, you know, I can I can see. Um, of course, then you got the Raiders. Uh, Raiders and uh, Bengals game, that whole uh, fiasco. Patriots-Bills, I saw a few missed calls. And, um, you know, just throughout throughout almost every game, it seems like they, they they can be doing everything right and then just have one horrible call that just ruins the outcome of the game or they just continually do everything wrong. Like, I, I can't remember the last game I saw where, like, the referee or the umping, it might have even been the Pats-Bills game because really there wasn't a whole lot going on besides Bills just dominating. Um, but I really haven't watched a game recently where the, the referees or the umps were just perfect. Um... And so they need to do something. They need to get someone up in the sky. Yes, the sky you know, judge. If, yeah, I, I think that'd be a good fix. Get rid of the taunting. There's way too much. I think, I think they're too focused on that. That, that. that, I think, has ruined the season for refs. Um, but no, I just, I'm so over it, Joe. I'm so over especially in these big games. Like, this week, if I see another game come down to some stupid penalty... I'm just, yep. it's, it's, I can't, Joe. I, it's ruining the game. I still love football, but it's ruining, ruining parts of the game. I don't want it to go full uh, technology. You know, I like the human part of the game, but at the same time, it's like, if you're going to be this bad, there's no point of you even showing up. Like, we yeah. can we can figure it out ourselves. Yeah, and I, I agree. I, the human aspect, you're always going to have human error and stuff, but too, yeah, I agree. Too many games, like, being decided by these, by these penalties, and uh, too many games, especially playoff games, where the, where the refs are the story. And I, I don't want to have any more games where the story of it is the refs. Uh, it's the, I, I'm, I'm sick of it, and, and I agree. that we, We've talked about, we one time, you know, a few weeks ago had a, a, a great conversation, I thought, about the Sky Judge and, and, and yeah. how that could... And, the, and they've kind of kind of used it a little bit here and there in the actual NFL where they'll, they'll, they'll kind of change calls on the fly. They did it a couple times uh, this past weekend, but just do that all the time. Like if there's a play that yeah. that's called wrong and you can sw- like fix it instantly, then do it. Like, uh, yeah, I agree. Refing needs to be fixed. Uh, and we, I think we've talked, you know, ample amount about it on this, on this episode. And I'm sure we'll talk about it more in the future. Uh, but why don't we move on to next week where we're, we're past this, we're past the super, the super week, and now we're on to the uh, the next week, the divisional round of the playoffs, 
And boy, oh boy, we have some killer matchups. I mean, every single one of these games is awesome, in my opinion. I'm excited for every single one of these games. And I don't know, I don't know about you, Mike. I feel like every one of these games could go either way. Like, honestly, I honestly do. Like, with my picks, I feel like I could go 4-0 or I could go 0-4 and, and I wouldn't be surprised exactly. either way. Like, yeah, really, really good games. Why don't we start off talking about the first game uh, on the schedule, and it's uh, Saturday at uh, 4.30 Eastern Time. I believe it's 4.30. Yeah, 4.30 Eastern Time. Um, we have the Cincinnati Bengals going into the the Tennessee Titans Stadium in Nashville to play the number one seed. Uh, Mike, what should we expect from this this matchup between the, the you know the number one seed and and the flying high Bengals? Joe, I think it's going to be a real fun matchup. You got the the Bengals coming in hot off a big win. Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, uh, Joe Mixon again, like I was telling you about. Um, and then going up against Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, King Henry making his return. Yes. Uh, it's, I mean, if that's not must-see football, I don't know what is. Mike Vrabel, I think he's going to have his team ready. Um, I'm a big Mike Vrabel fan. Still think he deserves Coach of the Year this year. Um, uh, Joe, I'm I'm taking the Tennessee Titans. All um, right. I'm a big, big Bengals fan. And if I've said it to many people, if Bengals win, I'm rooting for the Bengals all the way, you know, from here on out. But I think the Titans win this game, Joe. My pro- bold prediction is Derrick Henry goes off for over 100 yards and has two plus touchdowns. Um, I think he's going to be like, okay. I'm back. I'm ready. Okay. Let's, let's go. But at the same time, I will throw this in there. Wouldn't be surprised if he put up 30 yards, no touchdowns. And the Bengals, I mean, the Titans just get, you know, wrecked. Um, but that's where I'm rocking. That's where uh, that's my bold prediction for this week. Again, last week, I, it was kind of a fail with my <laughs> predictions. But this week, I'm feeling confident, Joe. I'm feeling it. That's really interesting. I love your bold prediction because it, it's very funny. When, when I say mine, It'll it's it's very funny how mine is uh, kind of goes contrary to to what yours was. But, yeah, no, I'm excited for this game. Another game, yeah, I think this could go either way. And I think a lot of a lot of people are going to be picking the Bengals. And I think because they were so hot down the stretch, and I think we're just forgetting about this Tennessee Titans team. And I'm and I'm I'm glad that you're you're on the same page as me. I I wasn't sure, you know, if you were all of a sudden going to be one of those people forgetting about them. But uh, what have we been saying about this Titans team all year long? They've beaten everybody. They've beaten everybody. They've beaten the Bills, the Chiefs. Like they they I think they, they yeah they beat the Rams. Without Derrick Henry, I believe as well. Like this is a yeah yeah I remember we wa- yeah yeah I watched that game exactly. This was like this is a team like you look at them you look at they're greater than the sum of their parts. Like they're a team you look at them you're like oh they have Ryan Tannehill whatever like they're not like Derrick Henry's not there although he'll he'll probably be back this week. You're like oh this team's nothing special but they for three years they've been that way. And for three years, they've been one of the better teams in the NFL. So I, I'm absolutely not counting out the Tennessee Titans in this game. And I think even, you know, if we see, I think that we could even see the Bengals get off to a, you know, hot start, get like a 10-0 lead. But I I think the better team's going to prevail. And I think the better team's the Tennessee Titans. Honestly, the better coach team, uh, more specifically. You talk about Mike Rabel. This is a guy, you know, he, he gets his team ready to go. He gets his team coached up. I think they're going to win this game. Uh, and my bold prediction, this is really funny, 
because uh, the, the way that it, it it goes counter uh totally opposite of yours i said the titans win this game with derrick henry having less than 75 rushing yards so that's my bold wow. that's my bold prediction less than 75 rushing yards but they still win the game because listen deontay foreman he's been a really good running back there lately for the titans you know they might not have to put so much on Derrick Henry anymore. They 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 figured out some things, and I think Ryan Tannehill will do just enough. So that's that's my bold prediction, and I also think the Titans are going to win this game. Looking forward to this game, and very much looking forward to the next game as well. The San Francisco 49ers coming off a big win uh, at AT&T Stadium, going into Lambeau Field to face the number one seeded. Green Bay Packers. This is Saturday at 8.15 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Saturday night game. Uh, really excited for this game. And I'll, I'll start things off with this game. Uh, we've seen these teams face off before in the playoffs. Just a couple years ago when the when the Niners went to the, to the Super Bowl, these two teams faced off. Uh, I believe, yes, it was the conference championship. And to me... Uh, I, I'm not discounting the 49ers one bit in this game, honestly. And I, I, I kicked myself for not picking them last week. Uh, and and I, it was a really, really up, to deba- up for debate for me this week, the 49ers versus the Packers. And I know the Packers are a really good team, but I think the 49ers are a team that's, that are built to beat a team like the Green Bay Packers. They're built to beat the Packers, uh, and I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying they are. I haven't. I haven't said my pick yet, but you know that ground and pound offense, that ability to play keep away, keep the ball away from the other team. Like the best way to stop Aaron Rodgers is to have him on the bench, is to not give him the ball. And that this is a team in San Francisco that has the ability to do that with Debo Samuel, Eli Mitchell, um, you know George Kittle. I mean, this is the, Jimmy G's if he's healthy and ready to go. This is a team that, like, I, I think they're built to beat this team, and we've seen them do it before. Although it was it was a much different team, you know, we see we've seen them, uh, you know, n- not let you know the game be about the quarterback position, but 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 not let Jimmy G G screw the game up and just run the ball, keep it away from from. Um, from Aaron Rodgers, and to me, that's key. However, let me move over to the Green Bay Packers. To me, they're one of the best teams in football, and Aaron Rodgers to to Devontae Adams is one of the most deadly duos we've ever seen. And what's the biggest weakness of the 49ers defense? It's the secondary. It's the cornerbacks. To me, this game's going to come down to that matchup right there. Devonta Adams versus the 49ers secondary. And to me, I think that's going to be the difference maker. Is Devonta Adams is he's going to have himself a game. That's my bold prediction. I'm going to say Green Bay Packers win despite what I said about the 49ers, how much good I said about them. The the Green Bay Packers win. Devonta Adams also catches two touchdown passes in this game. Last time he played this team in week 3, it was a, a Green Bay win, 12 catches, 132 yards, and a touchdown. I think Devontae Adams has himself, himself a big game, uh, but I think this game is close. Yeah, no, I think you nailed it, Joe. I think everything you said was spot on. Um, Niners are built. 
um, to attack the Packers' biggest weakness, and I believe that's their run defense. But yeah, like on the other side of the ball, Packers are built to attack the Niners' biggest uh, weakness, and that's the passing attack. Um, so this game, I mean, whew, this game could come down to I don't know what. Um, it could be, I, like again, Niners win doesn't surprise me. Packers win, of course, don't, won't surprise me. I'm going to rock with Green Bay Packers, Joe. Um, but my bold prediction, this game comes down to Aaron Rodgers needing to lead the Packers down the field and either kick a game-winning field goal okay. or needing to score a game-winning touchdown. Okay, on the last drive? Aaron Rodgers needs to go down the field on the final drive and score okay. to win this game. I love it. I love it. I hope you're right. That's awesome. I love that prediction. Uh, really good. Um, no, I like that. I'm I'm really excited for this game. I think this could could and if it ends up the way that you just predicted, it 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 will be one of the best games of the weekend. I think it's going to be oh yeah a super fun game. Uh, but we'll move on to the next game, another super fun game. The Los Angeles Rams going into Tampa Bay to play the defending Super Bowl champions. These teams met, I believe, in week two or three, something like that. The Rams came out victorious. They play again now in the playoffs. Uh, we talked about the key injuries for uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tristan Wirfs, Ryan Jensen's not there. Chris Godwin, obviously, he's been out for weeks. Uh, really big performance, Mike, uh, or a really big game coming up. Uh, what what do you expect uh, to you know that we key in on, or like what do you think the storylines will be, or or what do you you know have to say about this game in general? Really not a whole lot, Joe. Um, a lot of injuries on the on the Buccaneers side, and that I think is going to finally catch up to them. I've been surprised up to this point how well they've played um, regarding all those injuries. But I mean, time and time again, we've seen teams that just loaded with injuries. Eventually, it gets to them. And I think this week the Rams are built uh, for this game. They their defense shut out the Cardinals. And you know they were they were an injured team. Um, the the Rams going up against the Buccaneers. I think Jalen Ramsey is going to shut out Mike Evans, and then that just leaves Gronk and a few other young receivers that Brady's going to be throwing to. And I think you're going to see Tom Brady very frustrated in this game. I think um, the only way the Buccaneers win this game is if Tom Brady has the, one of the best games of his life, uh, basically a near perfect game um, for him. And then on the Rams side of the ball, I think Matthew Stafford continues to to get Odell involved, and you know, seeing him get involved, uh, you know, after we thought he was dead, leaving the Browns after we thought Odell was done, yeah, you know, it's been fun to watch, and you know, with Cooper Cup and um, Cam Akers and Sony Michelle, you know, Matthew Stafford feels I feel like they've been they're peaking at the right time. I'm you know I'm taking the Rams in this one. I I, and I don't think it's going to be overly close. And my bold prediction is Tom Brady only has one touchdown pass. Okay. And Odell Beckham has one touchdown pass. Okay. I'm predicting that Odell has just as many touchdown passes as Tom Brady in this game. Dang. I love that prediction. That is bold. That is a bold prediction. That That, that's Doritos sponsored Doritos bold prediction. Doritos bold. I love that. That is incredible. That is a great, just like super specific, fantastic. I'm all, I'm on board. That's that's great. Um, 
I think, wow, all of our picks are basically the same. I'm picking the Rams in this game as well. I think they looked so dominant last week, and I think the 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 Buccaneers injuries are just are they're going to catch up to them at some point. Those offensive line injuries, uh, you know what team you don't want to have offensive line injuries uh, when you go up against the team that has Aaron Donald, uh, you know one of the greatest defensive players we've ever seen. Von Miller, ever, yeah, Von Miller. He had himself a huge sack. Uh, against the against the Cardinals, he's he's ready to play. He's one of the best postseason edge rushers we've seen in the past twenty years as well. I mean, he's 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 coming to play. It's you know Leonard Floyd's there. He's he's a really good pass rusher. Yeah, I I think this defense for for the Rams will be too, just too much too much for for this Buccaneers uh, offense. Uh, and, and you know uh, Matthew Stafford, as long as he's not making mistakes, and I thought that was the biggest thing about this past week, he just didn't make mistakes. Which, if he's playing mistake-free football, they're looking good because this team is stacked, and we forget how stacked this team is. We forgot how good Odell Beckham was. He looked really good last week. Uh, and my bold prediction for this for this Rams win is that the Rams defense forces Tom Brady into three turnovers. Three turnovers. So whether that be you know two like it, two Joe. interceptions like and a fumble, you know whatever two fumbles and an interception, three interceptions, three turnovers by Tom Brady, uh, in this game. So we're I like it, Joe. We're not predicting a good day for Tom Brady on Sunday. And hey, leave it to Tom Brady to put up four touchdown passes and win this game by thirty. Absolutely, I mean, it's gonna happen. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it's gonna I happen. Mean, at this point, I've seen it all. Nope, it's gonna happen, but. Why don't we move on to the final uh, game of divisional round? And this is the game here. This is the game. All the games are good this weekend, but this is, I mean, this is the one. There's a reason that it's at Sunday. It's, it's, it's on Sunday at 6.30 p.m. There's a reason that it's the last one. I think this is, I think, Mike, I don't know. Maybe you disagree, but to me, this is the game of the weekend. Joe, Joe. One might even say, "My Buffalo Bills." Your Buffalo are playing Bills. your Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> okay, on Sunday night. All right. Joe. I mean, oh man, I, I'm gonna say my Buffalo Bills just because they just stomped my Patriots. <laughs> they wear the same colors, basically. <laughs> ah, they're basically the Patriots yeah, from five, ten years ago. If you so. if you squint, it'll seem like the Patriots are playing the, the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Josh Allen looks like Mac Jones, <laughs> yeah, from like a distance. Close, yeah, somewhat um, close. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I th- Joe, I couldn't agree more. I think, I mean, as much as I want to see the Chiefs get obliterated, I think this is going to be one of the biggest games. Um, I'll let you go first. I'll let you talk about this one. Um, okay. What do you What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited for this game. I got. I think there's two quarterbacks that are red hot right now. I think Josh Allen is playing better than any quarterback in the NFL right now, uh, honestly. And and that's coming from me. Uh, I'm a certified Josh Allen hater and I have been for two years now. Uh, but I got to give credit where credit is due. Josh Allen is playing lights out. He was unbelievable last week and he's been unbelievable for the last few weeks. Uh, I mean, he's going to be hard to stop. And, and when he's playing like that, I don't know how you stop him. However, the team on the other side is a team that kind of has this team's number. And I know the Buffalo Bills beat the Kansas City Chiefs early on in this season. But last year in the playoffs, 
This was the team that took down the Bills. And it, this is where it looked like, you know, the Chiefs were just, you know, last year this time, the Chiefs just looked like, you know, the Chiefs were just better. They're, they're, they were a more complete team. They were a more ready team. And, you know, they, they've been here before. And this is a huge revenge game. Can, can the Buffalo Bills continue this revenge tour? They got the revenge over the Patriots. Can they get the revenge over the team that knocked them out of the the AFC Championship last year? Stephon Diggs was on the field watching the celebration, all that, all that stuff. Can they take down, can they slay this dragon? And to me, uh, this quarterback matchup is going to be so fun. I, I and, and, and one key thing, the Chiefs, you started off really, really slow against the Pittsburgh Steelers. You cannot do that against this Buffalo Bills team. If you start off that slow against this Bills team, they will punch you in the mouth. You'll be down 21 nothing before you know it. Because as good as your defense plays, Josh Allen's going to get his points. Because he's going to run the ball. you got to try everything you can to keep him in the pocket. But he's a moose of a man. Like, he is... You know, so hard to take down. He's he's the size of a small like like moose. He you know he you got you cannot let him run the ball, and he's also like unbelievably fast. So you got to keep him in the pocket, and you cannot get off to a slow start. Uh, and if you get off to a slow start, you better you better score like five touchdowns in ten minutes, like you did against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So to me, I talked about last week. Two evenly matched teams, the Patriots. I thought they were evenly matched teams, the Patriots and the Bills. I was wrong because the Bills really put it to them. Two evenly matched teams, two teams that I think could both easily win the game. Who do I go with? I go with the quarterback that I trust more. And although I just gave Josh Allen his flowers, um, I got to go Patrick Mahomes, man. I got to be a Josh Allen hater again. Patrick Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the NFL. Uh, I, 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 listen, I don't care. It's Patrick Mahomes. He does things that, that other people can't do. I got to pick the chiefs. I know this is going to be the only pick that we disagree on. Mike, I'm picking the chiefs to win this game. And my bold prediction is Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes combine for eight touchdowns in this game. They combine for eight touchdowns. So whether it's wow yeah, five, I'm in. Five for one, three for the other, or four and four. I'm expecting fireworks in this game. I'm in, Joe. I mean, you, wow, you nailed it again. Um, really don't have much to add to that. I think uh, this matchup will be really fun. You got Josh Allen going up against one of the better defenses in the NFL. And you got Patrick Mahomes going up against one of the better pass defenses in the NFL. And I think it's just going to be a head-to-head. This is this is Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning, Joe. This is it. We're we're witnessing it now. Um, I know there's a lot of people saying Tom Brady, Peyton Manning was Lamar and um, and Patrick Mahomes. No, this is this is Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning, and I'm excited for this matchup. Honestly, yesterday and Sunday, um, I was like, man, I don't even know if I, if this is the matchup. I don't think I want to watch the game. But today, speaking about it, I'm in. I'm I'm 100% invested. I'm ready to watch this game. Um, I I I yeah, I agree with you. We are going to pick different, Joe. I think the Bills coming off these past few weeks have just been going up and up and up, and the Chiefs still offensively seem to stall a little bit, and then they find their way. And you said it best: if uh, if the Bills get out to an early lead and the Chiefs, you know, fire duds in the first few drives, this game's over. Yep. I do not see Josh Allen slowing down. 
And if he's on the field torching your team, he's not going to stop. We saw it last week. He's going to continue to find holes, and he's going to continue to run through them. He's going to continue to just laser balls into those uh, gaps. And, I, I mean, I think the Bills are winning this game. Um, I hope it is a close game. And my bold prediction, Joe, this game goes into overtime. And Josh Allen leads his team down the field on the opening drive of overtime, okay. scores a touchdown, ruins the Chiefs' season. Okay, all right. Is this a bold prediction or is this the dream that you had last night? Uh, no, the dream I had last night was Mac Jones goes down and scores a touchdown and knocks the Chiefs <laughs> yeah. out. But they are no longer Flo- in the playoffs, Flo- so Flo- this Flo- is just kind of a mocked version of okay. that dream. All right, all right. I like it. It's now Instead of Mac Jones, it's if you squint, it's Mac Jones, you know? Exactly, yeah. Joe. Exactly. It's it's squinted Mac squinted Jones. Squinted Mac Jones. Oh man, I'm excited. I can't wait to watch some football this weekend. Uh, I don't know about you. Uh, also, you know, listen. Can't wait to to continue this podcast. Killer episode. I had a lot of fun breaking down the games. Ta- Absolutely. Talking about this week's upcoming games, Mike. You killed it. I don't know if you have anything else you want to say before I wrap things up. Oh, dude. You know me. I always got something to say. <laughs> Joe, by the way, it's easy to kill it when you, you got your co-host over there just making things so easy and just absolutely dominating the podcast game. I don't game. know about that. Um, but my final words is NASCAR season starts in less than a or right around a wow. month, Joe. Yeah, pretty hyped about that. Don't even know any of the drivers anymore. <laughs> I know we used to be big NASCAR we did, fans. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, that's I mean, Daytona 500 is about a month away. So... Nice. Nice. Um, I'm going to just that, Bulls gonna, lost yesterday <laughs> and that's all I got to say. Uh I'm just going to say I I'm going to I'm going to say uh let's go Joey Logano. Joey Logano. Uh I don't know if he's still racing, hey, but I'm going to say dude. I'm going to say he's my guy. I don't know if he's a good racer or if he's even still in NASCAR, but let's go Joey Logano. Uh, uh who's uh who's that one guy? Who drives number 48 now? Oh shoot! I have no no stinking clue. You see, I know William Byron drives twenty four. Alex Bowman, go Alex Bowman. Alex That's Bi- I'm going you know for more right than now. me. Where is Jimmy Johnson not racing anymore? He, I think he retired last last year. Like was the first year he was retired. Oh dang! I didn't even know that. Wow! I've really yeah. been out of it. I've I've just been watching the new, uh, not the new, but Formula One documentary on oh. on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Hard recommend. Hey. Really good. Okay. Really good. Okay. I saw they're coming out with a PGA Tour version of that. I'm really? In, 100% invested Dude. already. Yep. They're going to dive into a lot of the golfers nowadays, and I was in. Dang. I'll, I Honestly, I'll probably give that a listen because they did a killer job with the, with the F1. I would highly recommend it. It's super cool. But anyways. Okay. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. You'll have to check it out. Uh, you'll have to check it out if you're listening to this. Uh, make sure you guys, if you're listening to this, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe makes your job so easy because it just literally automatically downloads each banger we upload every single time it'll just download it for you you don't even have to work for it so you please do that follow us on instagram and twitter uh at underscore average joe show uh and yeah just tune in every week every week for new episodes excited for the next few weeks excited for the off season got a lot of fun stuff to do uh there uh excited for the super bowl but until then we will catch you guys on the next one 